P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it rock! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a tape thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey Hoff fans, welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm Brian Rodriguez. And I'm, oh, I'm still Kyle Reinfried. You didn't say still. Oh, I forgot to say I'm still Brian Rodriguez. (laughs) You know, Kyle, I was in the mode because we were, you know, this is our first new kind of Hoffman thing. We, you know, we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, uh, exactly. You are Brian, (laughs) but we're still. Yes, I am and still and. Hopefully forever will be, but we're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to talk all things Silver Seymour Hoffman and beyond. So we have to come out clean about this, Kyle. Last time, last two times we were on, we said that this week would be an episode on the unaired pilot for happiness. Both of us happy-ish. watched it. Sorry, happy-ish, yes. Um. Well... You know, maybe we didn't, as I say in high school slumber party, do our homework all the way because a little bit of background. I think it was the producer or the writer must have had a copy and he just like was like, hey, I'm putting this on YouTube. And there was all these articles about it. The Godfather himself, Joey Lewandowski, sent it to us and we both watched it. But as we were preparing for this episode, we realized, hey. They pulled it from YouTube. Yeah, I watched, like, I mean, that's got a, I don't know, I feel like almost like three weeks ago, right? Yeah, I think I think it was uh, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. It definitely I, hasn't been a full month. And I watched it, like, right when Joey sent it to us, and then I was going to rewatch it today to uh, refresh my memory, and like you said, it's no longer on uh, on YouTube, so, you know, watched it the one time, and... I mean, it was some pretty heavy stuff, and I think almost like my mind in a certain way struck certain things from the record, and because I was (laughs) reading a few, there wasn't like any in-depth then articles or reviews on this pilot episode that of uh, of Happyish that was never seen. So just, but there was some articles kind of saying certain things, mostly like the not safe for work Keebler elf scene. Uh, <laughs> which I guess is a foodie scene for foodie films. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't think about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll say it for myself. Yeah, not exactly the most uh, prepared because I like I watched it and I, I didn't take any. I just took it in. I didn't take any. Of course, notes, of course. We know? were just so excited to get our first new Hoffman material in yeah. years, and now I mean, it's been I was taken away from us again. Thanks, internet. <laughs> Well, this is what I'll say, you know, first, but on behalf of you, we both apologize for maybe a less thorough episode than we originally intended on this. And, you know, I apologize if you guys haven't seen it yet, 
but I have faith that they will release it one day. It's probably like some stupid copyright thing with like the music in it from YouTube or something, you know? Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, I think it was, I think it was the writer and director of the pilot episode that put it out there, not the creator producer. Mm. So I, I mean, who knows? It could have even been like the family being like, you know, you didn't do this with our permission. Who knows? You know? Oh, by the way, you know, this is our typical mid-month episode as well. We will be announcing the winner for our April rewatch. Just got to stay tuned to the end for that. We're going to focus more on happiness. In the, sorry, I keep this again. I keep saying it, guys. Happy-ish. And <laughs> a it's little happy-ish. Yes, happy-ish. A little background if you just, I guess you haven't been following along. Maybe you're not familiar with this at all. Maybe this is your first episode. Who knows? But one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's last projects, if not his last, uh, you know. It was like, it was the, I think it was the last thing he shot. What I read in one of these like quick little articles was they shot the pilot three months before he died. So I'm yes, so the last thing he sure. shot, technically not his last work, because he was put into Hunger Games and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, well now technically with this being, I guess it wasn't officially released, then you could have. But yeah, then there was always, it was the Hunger Games, it was, well what, his last two were um, Most Wanted Man and what's oh, the... you're not counting God's Hunger Pocket. God's Pocket. I thought you were... I thought you were stretching for what was the Hunger Games. Uh, no, no, and then so like those were like the last two because he was out in at Sundance, like some of those last pictures when everyone was saying like, "Oh, he's not looking good." That was for God's Pocket because that was Bo- John Slattery's film. Yeah, and both of them were released like really close together. Yeah, but then yes, the like last feature film that was released was like part two and the whole like was he cgi'd yada 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 all that kind of stuff (laughs) uh and he wasn't for the record no but so this was supposed to come out on showtime with him katherine hahn pretty much the entire cast they shot the pilot it was picked up for an entire season he passed away and i read a lot of articles about this both you know katherine hahn and the showrunner decided to press on anyway because they thought the show had a had a I don't want to say positive message but like a, a good message and something that they really wanted to say yeah it's just something different than I think what was being said at the time just like watching so I I never have you ever watched an episode with like the Steve Coogan I did and I think I did during our original run okay yeah I just so, watched like the TV trailers for it that's the only thing i've never yeah i didn't like follow the series uh one thing i i did do was i looked up clips just you know once i found out that we couldn't watch this this one again this hoffman happy-ish version that i watched clips from that one to see and a lot of the scenes were similar because um you know i read an article that katherine hahn when she was promoting the coogan version she said that it was like a very hard experience and a very weird experience to shoot that pilot. Uh, she compared it to, an, what do you call it, like a second run of a play, but they've replaced the lead actor. Sure. And, and she said it was super weird. I mean, you know, of course she's promoting the show. It's just eventually, you know, we really got the hang of it. We kind of discussed that there was a lot of people who could have replaced Hoffman and who they were looking at. I read that the reason they settled on Steve Coogan was that he was so different 
than Philip Seymour Hoffman, that there was almost a sense that they weren't doing it again. They were yeah. almost like doing a different interpretation. It's just a different type of energy. Just like I imagine Jeff Daniels then to, uh, his name was just on the tip of my tongue, that replaced him for, as Atticus Finch, Ed Harris. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They just have a different energy and presence to them. So something like that, and I mean, that's just you know, since you did the stage comparison, I figured I'd do it with that as uh, as well. Um, I mean, hey, we could say what uh, Terrence Howard and then Don Cheadle for War Machine. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you know, it happens. The only thing with this is that we really didn't get to see the first one until now. Yeah, and I didn't, and so again, I mean, I know I asked you like, oh, did you watch it? Like, do you, now after watching this. You know, uh, this this the Philip Seymour Hoffman pilot. Like, did you see parts of their pilot? Because again, I, I I mean I don't have it right yeah, now. Yeah, sorry. So that's what I, I looked at clips, and you know there were scenes that it was the same thing essentially. Just I would even say cut differently. Okay. You know, well, it did yeah. Watching this, it definitely didn't seem like a polished version of. No, whatever, it seemed like you know. something you would definitely show, like the studio. Like this is what we're thinking of doing. Yeah. Like if it would have made it to air, I think it would have been tighter and cleaner. Yeah, it you know? had a raw. Like I mean, I think either way, it would have felt like a kind of a raw, like visceral kind of emotional show. But it definitely felt raw in like a technical way like mostly when it comes to editing and just yeah keeping it like it it it, it felt long when watching it and yeah. it, honestly i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest it was weird watching him in a new thing and just, oh absolutely, absolutely and just given the dark material and knowing his you know unfortunate passing it was uncomfortable. We said it before, like anything, like it's just any, any new thing by him, we would just be so excited for. Not that I wasn't, I was excited for it, and I did enjoy seeing him again. But it was weird, and it was a little, a little unnerving at some points, and also just the project as a whole. Besides promotional material for the Happyish with Steve Coogan. It's kind of funny how even like how much stuff has changed since that world in 2000. I guess that was probably shot in if he was like 2013. It was shot. Yeah, it's new, but it's not new. It's new to us, but it's not really a new thing. Yeah, just even the fact that Louis C.K. is in it. Like, all of a sudden he shows up. I'm like, oh shit, new Louis C.K. stuff. Like, what the fuck is, you know, like, what the fuck is going on right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a different time. So the Coogan show ended up getting canceled after one season. It was not a hit. So, you know, people always played the what-if game. Like, was it not a hit because Hoffman wasn't the star? Um, You know, did that make it lose momentum? Would it have changed the entire complexion of the show? Like a lot of people these days, I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast, and he has this thing he calls Sliding Doors. And I don't know, if, are you familiar with this film called Sliding Doors with Gwyneth Paltrow? No. No, no I've no. never seen it, but it's like a bad late 90s Gwyneth Paltrow film. And how he explains it in the, not that he likes the film, he just likes to use this analogy. In the film, it's almost like Family Man, you know? Like, this is what your life could have been if you entered this sliding door, you know? So the sliding door moment here is like, if Hoffman doesn't die, what is this show like? 
and we never thought we would know, right? And of course we don't know because we didn't get the full run, but we kind of get it here. And to be honest with you, I don't know if it would have lasted more than a season. I don't know if he would have wanted to have been in something for multiple seasons. That's true. That I mean, that's absolutely true as well. And I'm not knocking his performance here at all, but if we were going to get something like that unreleased by Hoffman, and again, beggars can't be choosers, I wish it was something more positive, you know? Because this is a depressing thing. Yeah, this definitely, I mean, it reminds me of a couple of his darker projects, which one is Happiness, uh, and the other... Maybe that's Ma- why I keep saying it. <laughs> and the other, Marion Max. Yeah. <laughs> Both things that when we watched it, we were, we were like, oh, wow. And, and actually, and a little bit of uh, Synecdoche, New York as well, just having watched that recently for, you know, the That's re-watch. true, that's true. It's just, it, it's covering some heavy shit. Like, also, I could see this being a show that after the, maybe at the end of, I don't know, again, I, don't, I have no idea how the Steve Coogan season one ends but also i think he's i'm not putting down philip seymour hoffman by saying this but i think steve coogan someone someone that's like a bit more up to play ball on maybe doing multiple seasons i just i don't know it's just something that so many actors just even mentioned ed harris before look at him with like westworld and stuff like that but you know i almost imagine him more as like an philip seymour hoffman more as like anthony hopkins in westworld that's like i'm doing one season guys and i'm giving you everything i got and i and uh without having seen all of season one of steve coogan's I could see something bad happening to Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, and then the story continues on, and like, you know, in the, you know, some kind of tragedy going on, and then it becomes about Catherine Hahn and their kid, or, you know, what other characters we learn in the first season, just with a show like this. I mean, who knows, like, what, I mean, obviously, who knows where his mindset is, but who knows what he wanted to do? That was just around the cusp of, like, A-list actors doing TV shows. Yeah, I'm looking, yeah. It just wouldn't shock me if it went another season with him, but I definitely couldn't see this being like a five, ten year show or something. If it went another season, it would definitely not be like, oh, let's film this right away. I could even see it like coming back in like a year and a half, two years, you know, yeah, for, for like four or five episodes. So I, I think we're in agreement for the most part that like either way, you know, it's really weird seeing him as a, as a true tv star but maybe that's just because we're not used to it you know well i'm looking at the names of people on the on the wikipedia page i'm sure this has been up there a while, for a while maybe we talked about this on the initial run of ps i love hoffman but names of people that they're looking at john c Riley. that would have been mm-hmm. a little interesting just in the sense of boogie nights and that kind of stuff uh steve carell will ferrell ed norton that's also a little interesting the little connection to uh 25th hour right there and uh, Woody Harrelson and Kevin Klein. So, I mean, Woody Harrelson, obviously coming from, you know, one of those few actors that really, like, transcended from TV into film. I mean, Steve Carell's on that list, too. Oh, yes, Steve Steve Carell as well. And Woody Harrelson has come back and, like, has done a season of True Detective. I didn't watch the, that... Um, Apple TV show, but I know Steve Carell was at least, he's like playing the Matt Lauer type. Yeah, but he's, spoiler alert, he's only on a season of that as well. I was going to say, I think that that's like only like he's in probably like a season of that. So just like looking at those other names, I just can't imagine if they're 
considering those actors, I don't see them being around for more than a I mean, season. A lot of them know a lot. Not yeah, I could see like uh, Klein doing more than one season because like I mean you know I love him, but what is he really doing? You know, Coogan though, like you said, definitely. So maybe that's why he was the choice. Maybe yeah, I don't know, but uh, it was just yeah, it was just definitely. I felt drained after watching the episode. It was kind of, uh, you know, just... They had a lot to say in their pilot episode. And and also, I mean, wh- that's the whole thing. It's just so weird, you know, then to go into, you know... I am thankful just to see him in something else again, but it's then weird just to think about what this pilot was about because even pilots half of the time, like, aren't always, like you know, amazing, or even they're just doing a lot of work to, like, get you to learn about these characters or whatever. But a lot was happening in the episode, just from seeing this world of, what, marketing, you know, advertising that he's in and everything like that, and just this new, just being uh, aged out and everything like that. Pretty, pretty, you know, pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. Not being yeah. able to sexually perform and stuff like that. Just like kind of pretty much every fear of getting older. <laughs> and I think we said this in a, in just a recent episode, like not many, you know, like he, not with many kids, right? Like he's never, never really performed with. Yeah. Kids. We, we, we talked about it yeah. uh, recently with Schenectady, Schenectady, you know what I mean? Schenectady, New York. Schenectady, yeah. whatever. We talked about it there because he has children there. Um, yes. So yeah, that's like yeah, those two projects are like the only one that you see him like with like a young you know child actor, and so that was just also weird. Yeah, yeah where he's where he's a father. Father. Where he's, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, not like doubt. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, between Synecdoche, Happiness, and Mary and Max, like those are the yeah. There's a lot going on. Maybe even a little love. Pretty much all of his like darker projects. Love Liza. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll talk about Love Lies a little bit later. Yeah, on our ballot. Um, so were there any scenes that really stuck out at you? <laughs> well, Keebler Elf. Yeah, the Keebler Elf ones. I mean, just the whole socializing with friends at the house, and just this like whole like the hosting and talking about the kids, and just kind of setting up like this life. What so they live. In kind of a, I, I'll do like air quotes, like upstate New York town, right? Like maybe like Westchester ish. Yeah, because I think they take the Metro North, right? Yeah. It, it's kind of weird. It's almost this would have come out. Mad Men is still on TV. It just has like kind of like a pseudo Mad Men like deterioration of like what that world was. You know, <laughs> it's very, very odd in that sense. Like maybe. Maybe uh, the creator was inspired by that somehow. Like he, you know, I was trying to look. His name is um, Shalom Oslander. Yeah. From Muncie, New York, not far from where we grew up. Um, yeah, like, I mean, he's definitely got some interesting, like, he's published short stories. One's called Foreskin's Lament, a memoir. Mm. Yeah. Uh, wrote a lot, <laughs> a, did articles for, like, The New Yorker. Just like looking at his Wikipedia, like as if, like I think this was like kind of his first. Happyish was his only like uh, video, you know, production kind of stuff. Wow! Only so, uh, some books and short stories, magazine articles, and that kind of stuff. 
It takes place in Woodstock, by the way. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. I'm seeing something saying filming for the new pilot took place in Woodstock, New York. I oh, okay. I don't know I if mean, that's, yeah. Regardless, it's a Hudson Valley town. Yeah. So Woodstock or a place like Woodstock. Yeah, it just had a, you know, yeah, just definitely interesting. I, I, wish, I, I wish I could really i just remember the, also the opening like monologue like fucks mark zuckerberg and stuff like yeah that. yeah like it just has some really pretty like heavy-handed kind of throwing you know <laughs> throwing it right at you and just even showing like kind of everybody i don't know, kind of like this like whorish mentality that everyone has in like this marketing you know uh industry and just even like him getting louis ck to do what he wants him to do and everything like that it was just pretty some pretty uh it definitely would have been something i would have watched if it, if it came out with him yeah i don't know i mean i would have watched it because of him and maybe yeah the show would have suffered there and i did actually like the ending i thought the ending made me want to see more of the story well he pretty but much gets I, his like libido back right yeah but i don't know if I want like to be depressed every week, you know, like, yeah, exactly. I would need to see where the story built to, I guess. Yeah. It might've been even the fact with him, if, if he uh, hadn't passed and the whole series and, uh, and like, you know, whole season, it might've been something I would have waited till like the, the end of the season to kind of binge watch it at the same uh, time, something like that. Me. I don't know if I want to watch all that in a row. Cause then that might make me really depressed or something <laughs> like that so i don't know i think again i definitely would have watched it because of him but uh, it would have been interesting to see if i actually um ended up like enjoying you know the show like in the end of the day most of his movies i do enjoy but every role of his i thoroughly enjoy now uh, something you mentioned on our last episode uh, you know maybe certain films are pretentious or self-indulgent I mean, I don't know, but this project could have veered that way. Again, you. I mean, I I, I use the phrase heavy-handed, like it mm-hmm. just. And, and again, so it's the pilot, so I you know I don't know exactly how to judge it, but it it clearly just wasn't uh, something purely for entertainment. It was it was meant no. to be like thought-provoking. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Make you uncomfortable, and that's what I mean. You know, that's what I mean. You know, art will will do uh, sometimes, or obviously is, is the mission of some artists. And like, so, and I wouldn't consider this something for mass consumption. I think it definitely takes somewhat of an education to understand a lot of the uh, references, like uh-huh. the pilot. At least the new pilot was called, but I think this pilot was probably called that too, considering. They cited these people in it, but uh, it was called starring Samuel Beckett, Albert Camus, and uh, Alice Alzheimer. I don't even know the Alzheimer guy's first name. A-L-O-I-S. O-I-S, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> proves I don't have the education for this show. <laughs> but then, and then later episodes, you see it says starring Sigmund Freud, Charles Bukowski, and Seven Billion Assholes. Starring Helen Keller Moses and Lenny Bruce. Uh, starring Rene Descartes. You know, like <laughs> Christopher Hitchens, Philip Larkin, like not that I don't know these names. And for the most part, I could tell you what like most of them have done, but I'm not quoting David Ogilvy 
or Chekhov in my regular speech every day, you know? We are quoting, there's a, there's a, a Mark Chagall, Abuela, and Adolf Hitler, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are the names, you know, every, you know, it's always Sunny the Gang, and so this one is just always starring, and it's starring. Well, yeah, you like know. you said, Friends, the one with. Yeah, so, that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I wonder if uh, it was that would have been, I'm assuming that it would have been that for the uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman run as well. Um, anything else you want to say about Happy-ish? Yeah, I hope it, I hope it uh, shows up again on the internet somewhere that we can watch it. Yeah, for sure. At least people could, like, see it and Maybe we have should their tweet own opinions. Via... Um, the new show got 30% in Rotten Tomatoes. I'm curious... You, you know, again, you saw articles about it but it was more like check this out it wasn't a lot of like critical analysis yeah i think most of it was like oh my god new hoffman stuff i wish it i hope it's out long enough where people can really like for lack of a better phrase pass judgment on it because i'm curious what people think especially you hoff fans out there yeah hopefully we get to uh see it again someday i definitely i would even though we have done done this episode even if this podcast ended for some reason i i would i would watch it again just out of curiosity and kind of just take it in again yeah i think it's worth it's just do if we can see it again we'll do like a redo of this or just like a supplemental or something so i mean if that's all on happy-ish let's get to the voting let's get to see who wins for our april rewatch now guys remember it's not the first of the month anymore it's the first monday of the month and we put the poll up, you voted, and Kyle, this was one of the closest ones. It's technically the closest one we've ever had. So this is going to be interesting. Oh, wow. And it was such a personal one. The two movies were Love, Liza, mm-hmm. which, of course, was written by his brother, right? Gordy yeah, Hoffman. Yeah, and one of the like earliest like starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, and the other one, of course, was Jack Goes Boating, which is his directorial debut. So it's like Hoffman versus Hoffman, I think someone put it online. <laughs> yeah, and I know that his sister said, oh, this is a tough one like to vote on, so understandably so for her. Now, I'm still tallying the votes, so give me a second, because I kind of wanted it to be like live and active. Like If it changed during our episode, I would count it, mm-hmm. but it's that close. That's the point. So before I announce the winner, just wanted to read some comments on this. As you mentioned... Um, his sister, Emily, said that it was a tough one. Now, Alex on Facebook just said, love, Liza. I, are we counting that as a vote? Hmm. Yeah, we said, yeah, we always say that. Kristen said, please love, Liza. We get two Hoffmans in one movie. Is Dustin Hoffman in that movie? Or she's saying because his brother wrote it. Oh, because love, okay, but he's not in the movie. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, but I, I get it. So just barely eking it out, Kyle. The winner was Love, Liza. Wow. How close was it? Very close, between like one or two votes, depending on how you count this thing. But you know what? You know what that means? One, that there's so much love for Hoffman-created work, but also that we have to put Jack Goes Boating back on the ballot sometime soon. Definitely. When it's something that close, you you just have to. You know what? I don't know what month, but I'm going to give you a little spoiler, and I'm deciding this. We need to do Jack Goes Boating versus Talented Mr. Ripley. Boat movies. Boat movies. And we already (laughs) did Pirate Radio, so. Yeah. 
the boat trilogy. <laughs> but and love actually, Liza. Love Liza has boats. Yeah, boat racing. Oh wow! Well, what is this? This is aquatic themes. <laughs> you know, uh, the guys on Cage Club that when they do the revisited, they do like bingo. And I was like, that doesn't feel appropriate for Philip Sumer Hoffman. And I wouldn't even know what kind of bingo squares they would be. Like, you know, if they see like a red sports car, that counts. You know? Sure, yeah. So for us, maybe a boat would count. Maybe, just maybe, yeah. I don't slow know if boat I to China? Boat. Yeah, the slow boat to China, yeah, he sings that, exactly. If, if a boat is... There's like, a lot of boats in that film, ...involved too. or said by him, or if he's on it, yeah, I don't but know. But there's boats in the movie it. anyway. Like, if you see a boat, you get the square. <laughs> yeah. That's our spinoff spinoff. Hoffman bingo. <laughs> anyway, Love, Eliza, April 6th. Can't wait to watch that one again. Yeah. We were such different people when we watched that film. We were in such a different mode when we watched that film. I know. I just I don't remember him playing Liza Minnelli that well. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, like, we uh, had the Judy movie. Now we have the Liza movie. Starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. It would totally be called Love Liza. You know that. Yeah, if a Love Liza didn't exist already. No, I think even if it did exist, people don't care anymore. It's true. They just go for the most obvious title, but I digress. Let's not get into that again. <laughs> anything else you'd like to say about uh, Happy-ish, Love Liza, or anything Hoffman? I guess I'm just ready to, the next time we'll be talking about something, will yet again be uh, an emotional, uh, heavier piece uh, by the big guy. So bring it on. We we had a long came poly before Synecdoche, but this is our little emotional turkey right here god i wish meaning three in a row comedies. i wasn't calling him a turkey of any kind no i know <laughs> i wish he did more comedies to break up these sad sad films yeah yeah i mean you know he's got well we've, yeah we've covered some already just even like boogie nights is even his character is funny it's actually kind of pretty well as far as other characters go it's i guess less tragic but still him saying oh fucking idiot and all that kind of stuff but there's so many other great moments in that that like made us laugh but that was the the i think the first one we did right boogie nights and so mm-hmm. uh the rewatches and yeah we've done pirate radio and we've done along came polly but we need to maybe need to yeah find some other lighter i don't know something <laughs> some lighter fare <laughs> well you know thanks so much guys for listening as always and for voting Hoff fans remember you can vote on twitter facebook and instagram and follow us there and comment we might read them on air but more importantly they really help i don't know keep that flame alive for philip seymour hoffman and we appreciate the follows because they're not follows for us we understand that we don't think we're like cool because of all these follows we get it's because of Hoffman, you know? Yeah, and we don't want to be cool. We want to stay uncool. Does that mean the episode ended? No. That's just me being me. <laughs> so stay uncool, uh, Hoff fans. Oh, okay. Well. No, no. <laughs> Not yet. Remember, guys, as always, hit that subscribe button, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher, wherever you're listening right now. And of course, you could always listen on the flagship, cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. And check out all the other great shows at cageclub.me, including shows that you and I, Kyle, have done when we've gone our separate ways. Though we were together recently, 
for our double live show. Yes, Yonkers Brewery. That was that was a lot of fun. You celebrated your hundredth episode. What a what a milestone. We never even well, I guess no, we could we definitely haven't gotten there yet, even with PS I love Hoffman and PS I still love Hoffman. I think we're No, around, but you know, we but, probably aren't too far away. I think we're in the um high seventies, low eighties. Yeah, yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, congratulations on that milestone of 100 episodes of uh, High School Slumber Party. And then you kind of, uh, you know, obviously invited me to speak there and and then said, why don't you do an episode of Foodie Films and had a great conversation with the owner of the brewery, John. And uh, he was was really, it was really fun. Had a lot of uh, other Cage Club people there and supporting us the the pod uh father himself joey lewandowski and just for my my segment had people uh asking some good questions to john you, yourself included you know because just kind of if you're into beer i mean if you're at a brewery most likely you're into beer and if you have the head of the brewery talking i'm sure there's probably some questions you like to ask him so that was kind of a cool event that i look forward to doing more there and maybe some other ones at other breweries as well yeah no absolutely and you know you could check out that episode in my show high school slumber party where we talk about high school films and we have a good time and i don't know if your episode is released yet for yonkers probably not right no it's gonna be a good like probably month and a half even when from when this is released so stay tuned for that, guys, yeah. on Foodie Films. You know, not just about films anymore, but definitely about food and drink. Definitely. Well, if there's nothing else to say, you want to say it for the third time, I believe, today? Yeah. Stand cool, guys.